Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Dishonest posture, which is like, you just, you're not being honest with me. Like the worst thing is like, okay, so we're good. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, that is annoying. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, clearly you're not good. But you're not about to tell me that you're not good. You know what I mean? And I mean, I find that a lot in the church. I'm just going to be honest with with church people. I find a lot of, no, I'm fine. No, we're okay. Mm, we just going to move forward. Child, ain't nobody move no forward. <laughs> ain't nobody okay. Um... Hey guys, so sorry for this interruption, but I just wanted to come on and just talk to you about ways that we can further connect. I get a lot of inquiries in my DM about ways that we can go beyond the podcast. And so I just wanted to take the moment and give you three different ways that we can further connect and partner. And so the first way is, did y'all know I had a YouTube series? I have a YouTube channel entitled Tisha Talks, and there's a lot more content there and conversations that I've had that could absolutely help you as you are continuing your journey to do life well and to do business well. Um, And so that's the first way. The second way is um, if you're having a conference or an event and you're looking for a speaker, someone who is committed to living a purpose-filled life, to providing transformative information, uh, to growing and empowering individuals, I am your girl, okay? I would love to partner with you as you build the communities that you're in. I would love to be a part of that, the things that you are doing in your environment. Like this is what it's all about. It's about us being impactful in the spheres of influences that we have. And so the link to be able to book me as a speaker is also going to be available in the show notes. Now, the third way is kind of similar to the second way, um, except maybe you're not looking for a speaker, but you're looking for a host someone who can facilitate, someone who loves to connect people together, someone who loves to build community, someone who loves to empower and encourage and um, just enlighten and bring another sense of inspiration and just enjoyment to the room. Here I am. I'd love to partner with you in that way um, to help make your event a success. And so for all of these different ways for us to partner and connect outside of the podcast, links to this will be in my show note. And I'm super excited to get to know you beyond this space right here. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to get back to the episode. Enjoy. (laughs) 
Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Boss Ladies Connect. We are continuing our friendship series. Um, last time we talked about whether you are a sidekick or a superhero, go check out that episode. It's episode 196, where we get into um, how you identify your friendships and your relationships and making sure that you're actually understanding uh, how the individual is showing up in your life, right? But today we are going to talk a little bit more about authenticity and self-awareness. So this whole series is um, has been brought to life because of a book that I have been reading. I read actually like a year and some change ago. It's called All My Friends Have Issues by Amanda Anderson. And it was a really, really good book. It opened up um, the world of friendship to me in a different kind of way. And, and I read it and you know what, it has been more than a year ago. It has been like four years ago, four or five years ago <laughs> that I actually read this book, but, um, I, and then I listened to, I got the actual hard copy a year ago. I listened to the audible about four or five years ago. So, um, and it came in a real pivotal moment in my life when I was just dealing with a lot of, friend issues and um it just seemed to be on like a pattern of repeat and so I was really searching for like wisdom and understanding around this space and um and she gave me that she gave me that I gotta have her on as a guest one day I gotta reach out to her and see if she'd be willing to come on but for today we are actually going to be talking about authenticity and self-awareness and I want to read some things that Amanda has written um, in this book and kind of talk, talk about it. Cause I think it's valuable information to know. And so she breaks things up into a couple of categories, right? So she'll do like a, um, a synopsis of, of the main chapter and of the chapter and what that main issue is. And then she'll do like, um, a deal breaker. Like what is the deal breaker in this space? So what I do love about this book is towards the back of the book is the reader's guide, which is what I am looking at. And the reader's guide kind of summarizes the chapters. So this is chapter two. It's called Nuts and Gifts, Authenticity and Self-Awareness. So it reads for the main issue. If we want to be a safe friend and thereby make friends with safe people, Safe awareness is key. Being willing to share authentically what we know about ourselves is also critical. Add to this a willingness to examine the underlining source of our issues, and we have the potential for remarkable relationships. You don't have to share your big issues on the first three get-togethers. Y'all know I call that vomiting when people vomit on you, all these things, and you're just like, I wanted to get to know you, but now I feel like I know you too much. <laughs> and I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, right? Um, yeah, so you don't have to share your big issues on the first three get-togethers. Instead, cultivate a willingness to ask questions, listen carefully, and cover one another's sins with love, right? So I love this part because I think this is so true. I have sometimes struggled. I won't say that I vomit on people with like deep insecurities or anything like that, but I genuinely, um, I, I have to like work on my filter of information I give. 
what I find myself like, I'm going self-aware now. What I find that I will do is like, if you ask me a question, um, I will give you all the information I have about that question. And sometimes I don't need to give you all of the information, right? Um, sometimes we need to establish trust. Sometimes just because you ask me a question doesn't mean that you've earned the right to get the answer, right? Or to get the fullness of me in that answer. Um, because I've experienced in the past when people haven't really earned that right, we haven't really built up that trust that that comes and slaps you in the face again, right? So you're sharing like these things and this information because someone asked you and you consider yourself to be an honest person. You don't want to keep things from them. You share all of this, but it may be too much for that person to handle. Um, they may not be a trustworthy person. It may not be a safe space. And then now all of your stuff and your business is out there. And that is something that I still do. I don't do it as much, but I still do struggle with it because it's just in my nature to give you all of the information, right? So now the section that says the deal breaker issue it reads, if a friend can't acknowledge that she has an issue and remains in a defense, prideful, or dishonest posture as the friendship progresses over the course of several months or years, accept that deep intimacy isn't possible at this time. I'm not talking about sunglass placement or parking preferences, <laughs> but larger issues of character, such as honesty, self-awareness, wisdom, and the ability to admit hurtful behaviors. Not being able to acknowledge imperfections is more damaging to a relationship than the imperfection itself. And you should take it as a warning sign that it is, or take it as the warning sign that it is. Listen, I want to just sit here and like breathe, take a breath in, take a deep breath out. <laughs> Self-awareness is not only key for you. Self-awareness is key for your friends. It's key for your friends and your relationships. It is going to be extremely difficult to show up authentically when someone else isn't showing up authentically. It's gonna be extremely difficult to be transparent, to be vulnerable, to be honest when someone else is not doing that. Um, and I feel like it's dangerous, right? I think, I feel like it's dangerous for you. You're putting yourself out there, you're, you're sharing your stuff. And if that person is unwilling or just even very unaware and of, of the fact that they're, they're not fully showing up, right? Because we all grow at different paces, right? So somebody, you just may not be at that place yet where you've grown or you discovered that thing about yourself, but it's like glaring to me. And if I bring that glaring thing up to you and you're not at a place where you're willing to accept that or you're not at a place where you see that for yourself, then there is, and if it's like, a deal breaker, right? We're not talking about like, girl, you always trying to get the parking space over here. Are you always trying to, you know, weigh your hair like this? Like we're not talking about service level things, but we're talking about like character things. We're talking about important things, right? Um, you got to pay attention to it. Now, this, like, as I'm reading this, I'm listening to it. It sounds like, oh yeah, of course, makes sense. But when you're like engaged in a friendship and you have times where you have fun, you're laughing, you're hanging out, you're getting together, especially if you haven't um, been in that space for a while, or you come from 
a, a, a situation where you haven't had the best um, dynamics with friendships, you can really tend to overlook things because you just don't want to ruffle feathers or you just, you know, you're just desperate for a relationship. I don't want to say, I hate to use the word desperate, but we are in need of, um, we are in need of companionship. And, and I think to act like we're not is to deceive ourselves, right? And so when we have that need, um, it can cause us to make decisions or to be short-sighted in our sight of things and ignore flags that are glaring and that are there, right? And so um, I, I like that she says, remains, if, if the person does not acknowledge the issue and remains in a defensive, prideful, or dishonest posture, then, you know, intimacy isn't possible at that time. A couple of things I like about that, that she shared about that. Now we're talking about, we're talking about um, pride, right? We're talking about people being resentful, people not willing to own up to their parts and things. Those are all flags. Like those are all problems. <laughs> those are problems. I've had uh, several relationships where that has been the case and none of them have ended well. None of them. They have all ended. <laughs> can, I, can I say that? That we are not currently friends. Um, but none of them have ended well. And it it it's it presents a real problem. I mean, even like if even if you think of it like in a relationship, like a like a a, a romantic relationship, if that person is not self-aware, if that person can't own up, if that person operates in pride, if that person um is resentful, all those things are gonna pose problems for you guys' relationship. You're not gonna be able to effectively communicate, you're not gonna be able to. Um, be vulnerable. You're not going to be able to be transparent. You're not going to show up as your most authentic self because um, they won't let you. <laughs> they won't let you to a place where you can grow. Like they're, it, they, we, we're not creating an intimate space where, where both people can feel safe and both people can grow. And um but also like that she said that at this time, right? So it leaves it open to you being able to circle back. Like once growth takes place, once um, the individual uh, becomes more aware in that space, like there are things that of course, like about myself that I didn't know 20 years ago that I know now, you know, even looking back in my, my friendships, I can see times when, Possibly my friends were hurting, even though they weren't transparent with me about their hurting or their feelings of loneliness or their insecurities. Now, looking back, I can see, oh, that's what they were dealing with. I wasn't aware. I wasn't even self-aware enough to know that maybe some of my behaviors could have possibly agitated those feelings that they already had, right? Um, but I wasn't aware, you know, I wasn't at that maturity level. I wasn't at that level of sensitivity, right? But um, I am now. And so we might have, if, if we were to meet now, we may have a different, you know, relationship or a different, we may show up differently. 
Um, and so I think that the same thing is true with this this person. You know, they may not be at that space right now, but it doesn't mean that they'll never get there. Um, now I think now I do think the choice becomes yours um, as to how you want to navigate that friendship or that relationship. You know, do you have the bandwidth to wait for them to possibly get there? Um, and while you're waiting, are you willing to not be able to show up as your most authentic self um, because they won't accept that because of where they are, you know? Um, and there are some relationship dynamics where you kind of have to be in relationship with people, you know, whether maybe it's like a work thing or a partnership thing or whatever, and you have to be in relationship with people. And so I think having the understanding that, that this is where they are right now, then you get to choose how you show up in that space. You get to choose how much of yourself you make available to them, right? You get to you get to set your boundaries, right? You get to understand the type of relationship that we're in. I think so often for us, um, especially as women, we're not aware. We don't pay attention um, about the type of relationship we're in. We just try to do life with people. And everybody's at different phases of their lives, dealing with different things. And you have the right to choose if you want to be a part of that thing, you absolutely do. Um, so for me in the situations that I'm thinking about, one in particular, um, you know, I, it, it, we weren't able to have conversations where there was honesty. Like she just was not willing to admit some ways that, that she felt, even though when I would talk to other people, um, they were kind of like, and they knew they had relationships with her and they knew her. They kind of like confirm like, yeah, this is what she's dealing with. Like, this is what's happening. But that individual did not feel, you know, either was not self-aware or did not feel safe enough with me to be honest or to be transparent and would continue to operate in a place of pride, um, or resentment or whatever would continue to operate in that space as it concerns me, concerned me. And so therefore it created a dynamic where um, as a result of that, it was a lot of passive aggressive behavior that um, took me a long time to identify. Like I have been, if y'all have been listening to me for a while, I have been on my therapy journey, trying to get my emotional intelligence a little bit better because I'm the type of person that like, I, I don't, I, I, historically, I don't really sit in my emotions a lot. And so things will happen and I'll kind of feel it and keep going. And so that in turn has created um, in me where I don't necessarily pay attention to a lot of other people's um, emotional states, right? I kind of just take what you tell me as what is true. And then when you do behaviors that are opposite to what is coming out your mouth, it used to leave me in a confused state. Um, because if I was mad at you, I would just say I was mad at you. Like, I don't act like I'm not mad at you. <laughs> so that has always been challenging for me, right? And so 
as I've grown, as I've grown in my own emotional intelligence, I've been able to understand uh, people a little bit more. And so, um, but at that time, um, I didn't know that and I wasn't equipped, you know, to, to show up as that type of person or in that type of relationship. And so that did not work out well. Um, there have been other relationships where, you know, I look, so now as a result of dealing with those things, I now look for certain things. And so when flags show up where, you know, people are unwilling to, what, what did, what did Amanda say? Let me see what Amanda said. <laughs> um, people remain defensive. Oh, I've been in that. People just on defense all the time and just like, you know, it, now you're not just upset about this or have something, some pushback to give me for this. You got pushback to give me for that. And then I'm just getting pushback all the time. And it really is just because you're on defense, right? And so um, also um, like having a dishonest posture, which is like, you just, you're not being honest with me. Like the worst thing is like, okay, so we're good. Oh, I'm fine. Oh, that is annoying. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, clearly you're not good, but you're not about to tell me that you're not good. You know what I mean? And I mean, I find that a lot in the church. I'm just going to be honest with, with church people. I find a lot of, no, I'm fine. No, we're okay. Mm, we just going to move forward. Child, ain't nobody move no forward. <laughs> ain't nobody okay. Um, Everybody just sitting up here mad and in a dishonest posture um, because we can't be honest. First of all, I guess with ourselves and then honestly find the words to communicate to someone else, which really frees us both, right? So when you are able to be honest about how you're feeling and I'm able to be honest about how I'm feeling and we're able to come to a place where we both are clear on how each other feels and how each other is looking to progress, I feel like that's healing, even though we may not progress together. Like, I've never forget, I had somebody, <laughs> be honest with me, okay? Be honest with me. And the honest opinion was like, they wasn't really feeling me. They didn't like me. They, they went through some, some reasons and some things that had transpired. And then they were honest with themselves with the fact that like, they know that they're not the type of person that, you know, extends a lot of grace in that area and that they, um, you know, they just, they just be cutting folks off. That's just how they deal with it, you know, whatever. But as, as hurtful, it was hurtful. It, it wasn't, it didn't feel good, right? It didn't feel good to have somebody say that they don't really like you. Not really, that they don't like you. <laughs> um, it was freeing because now I'm clear. She was clear. We could stop doing the song and dance. We were still respectful, you know, of each other. Um, still were able to be in the same space, but we we just were clear. Like, this is not, you're not willing. This is a deal breaker for you. Um, you're not liking me as a deal breaker for me. You know what I mean? So we were clear and there was a freedom in that. There was a freedom in that. And so like, I don't walk around in the back of my mind wondering anything. I don't walk around in the back of my mind thinking, did I did something, feeling some kind of way? 
I don't walk like I'm super clear. I'm super clear, you know? And so we're able to, at this point, you know, we don't speak, but we're able to go our separate ways. And at least for me, I have some freedom from that and some resolution and I'm good. Um, like I can honestly say that I'm good. Like I'm super clear on like where we are, which is freedom. Um, but there's so many other relationships where people have just not been honest that it leaves like this little fog or like cloud in the back of your head um, where you're not, you're not hundred percent. You're, you're still always kind of like wondering something and it leaves an uneasiness, which is not freedom. Right. So um oh yeah so it says but it shows larger issues of character such as honesty self-awareness wisdom because wisdom and maybe that's why like you know as we grow prayerfully we get wiser but wisdom will let you know that it's better that I am honest and I share and I I understand what my my, my limitations are, my deal breakers are, where I am emotionally and mentally and what I can handle and what I can't and have those honest conversations with you um, because in the end, it'll leave for a healthier space. And I think that that space allows us to be able to circle back if and when both people are in better spaces. But when you do it the other way, it's really hard to circle back. Like you have just crossed you, I think you re-wound people by, you know, pretending, uh, but you're not really pretending because your aura and your, your, your tone and your fate, all that stuff is like really showing and you're just re-wounding people. Um, so yeah, that is my thoughts on that. Um, but I said, not being able to acknowledge imperfection is more damaging, which is really pride, right? Because at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. Um, none of us are, none of us are perfect. We're all working on something. And I think it's important that we, we understand that and we, we own that. And we have an expectation that people are going to offend. People are going to hurt, but it's how do we move past that? Like what conversations do we have? What ownership do we take for the things that we've done? Um, and then what things do we release that we have no control over, right? Um, and so the other part of this is where we start, of, of this, this um, reader's guide portion is where you start asking yourself questions, right? Questions that, that will help you unearth your issues because really at the end of the day, People, you can't change how anybody else shows up. You can't change what anybody else does. You can change what you learn from it, how you grow and how self-aware and authentic you become as an individual, right? You get to choose how you show up in this world. You get to choose how you make up space in this place. That's a rock. That's like rapping. Make up space in this place, right? You get to choose. And so she has questions here. She also has scriptures which um, can remind us of what we should be doing and what we should be aiming for, right? So um, one of the questions, uh, one of the questions are, how comfortable are you letting people know about your struggles, fears, and character flaws? 
So at this point, I'm like super comfortable. I, I feel like I talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, I think that we're, and I'm, I think I've always kind of talked about, like, if I identify it, I don't have a problem talking about it, right? If, if I if I identify it. Um, my key problem, and not problem, but my thing that I want to continuously work on and improve on is identifying them, like being aware enough to tap in enough, being quiet and still enough to understand what's going on with me. Why am I feeling a certain way? Being okay with dealing with feelings of hurt, you know, and disappointment and acknowledging them for what they are. I had something happen and it wasn't really like a friendship, but it was a relationship and something happened and it was just like, oh, really? Like, that's my thing. Really? That's what we're going to do for real, for real, for real. So, <laughs> um, and I would just be there. I'll be there. Like the for real, for real really means I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling you. I'm not feeling what you're doing, but it's not descriptive of how I feel. <laughs> and so I sat there and as soon as I had that feeling, I was like, or that thought I sat there and I was like, Yo, I'm so disappointed in this individual right now. And I sat with that disappointment. I was like, okay, Letitia, feel this disappointment because this is what you're feeling, right? I would skip the feeling of disappointment. Typically, it just moved into anger. I'm, I'm mad at this. I'm not feeling this, blah, blah, blah. And I could talk about the situation, like what actually happened. But what I used to always skip over was the feeling that it gave me. But I think the power in owning the feeling is it allows you to move past it, <laughs> right? If you never acknowledge that it's there, then you can't move past it. It's just always holding on. And you're like, you don't even know that it's there, that you're walking around with it. So the feeling was disappointment. And then based on the feeling, um, that made me look deeper, like, okay, so what is disappointing about this? And is this a character thing? Is this leaning into the person's character? Or is this like, you know, like a preference? Like, is this leaning into a deal breaker for me? Um, and unfortunately, it leans into a deal breaker for me, right? It leans into a deal breaker and it leans into a character, what I feel is character, you know, um, issues, right? that are deal breakers for me. And so then, um, then it was, you know, then it became, wow, okay. So now I have to revamp like how I move and what I'm gonna do and how I'm gonna show up, how I show up in this space or in this, in this relationship and Sometimes we're moving so fast, like I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I'm moving so fast that I don't do that. I don't do that reflection. I don't do that self-awareness. I don't do that understanding. And then we find ourselves to keep doing stuff, right? Which is really like re-wounding ourselves and re-hurting ourselves and having all these feelings that are just like attaching themselves to us that we're not actually spending time identifying and processing so that we can move forward. Um, but because I took the time when it first happened to process it, well, it really is not when it first happened, but when, when it happened in a way 
that it changed something. It changed something for me, right? Changed something for me and changed something in me. But typically I'll keep going even after that, right? Um, but since I did address that within myself, I was able to take control over how I moved going forward, which now does not allow myself to continuously be in a dynamic that rewounds me in that way, right? And so I think that that's important. I would say <laughs> it, it is important and it's freedom. It is freedom, it's freedom, it's freedom. Now on the flip side, oh, let me tell you what the scriptures say because they did have some scriptures here. I don't want to skip past them. Um, it's 1 Peter 4, 8. It says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins, right? And so I think at the end of that, me being able to, to identify how I'm going to be showing up, what, what I'm going to be looking like from my end in this relationship, it allows me to so love you um, and recognize that we all have flaws, right? We all have flaws. We all have things that we're working on. Um, you might you might be at a different pace of working on it. You might not even be working on it, but um, it's okay. It's okay, you know? And this is how I make it okay for me, right? And to be able to keep loving you. Because I think it, it's, it's the repetitiveness for me. It's a repetitiveness of, of hurt that gets me to a place where it becomes very difficult to love you. But when I catch it in the beginning, it's like, okay, cool. This is an area. Hopefully they are working on it. Let me fall back a lot of steps so that I can still love you. Right. So now I'm not sinning and struggling to love you. Right. Um, So James 5, 16, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. So now I can still pray for you because look, I'm not even going to sit up here in front. If you keep, if things keep happening and I keep getting rewounded, it's making it real difficult for a sister girl to be um, praying for you. <laughs> so I need to do the things that will allow me to stay in a place where I'm, I'm able to do that. I'm able to think good things concerning you right um and then lastly Romans 12 9 it says love must be sincere it helps me do that it helps me stay in a place where I can be sincere for the love that I have for you um I'm realistic you know about how that is going to manifest in our relationship you know or in our friendship but it's still there and it's very sincere right so yeah I told y'all this book was good Okay. She does a lot of self-reflection. She shares a lot of stories about her relationships and her friendships. And um, it was just really, really good. I rec highly recommend the book. Um, like I said, I listened to the Audible, which is really cool. I I'm an Audible girl, so I love the Audibles. Um, and the last thing I would say is it is possible. I want to encourage you. It is possible to have relationships where maybe someone, you know, someone does something that you might feel like, you know, was dishonest or whatever the case may be, and you're able to bring it to them and they're self-aware and authentic enough 
to hear what you said. They might agree, they may not, um, but you guys are able to have the conversation and create a safe space where they understand where you are with it. You understand where they are with it and you still love each other. You know what I mean? Um, you forgive each other. You move forward. I definitely think that the hallmark of a good friendship is someone who's able to be like, man, I never meant to do that. I never meant to do that. Or I never meant to make you feel that way. And a friend who's able to respond by, um, you know, I know you didn't. Um, and it's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. I get it. And also able to identify, well, you know, it probably made me feel this way because I'm still struggling with such and such and such and such. You know what I mean? I know that you don't move that way and still love you and keep moving forward, right? Um, and not beat you up and bruise you all along the way. And so it is possible, you know, I have been able to experience those conversations. I, I have been able to tell someone when they have um, offended or wounded me and they have been able to um, express how it wasn't their intent, but, um, and, you know, and that they're sorry um, and, and we've been able to move forward. So it, it's like so possible to be able to have these conversations. I just think, it really does matter each individual's level of self-awareness, authenticity, and um, just where they are, like, you know, where they are in their journey of healing, of understanding, of growing. And so it's okay. My point is, it's okay <laughs> when you have to let some folks go. There will be folks that you don't have to let go right? Um, it might take a little work to get to them, but they're there. They're there. And, and it, friends make your life fuller. That's all I can say. Friendships make your life fuller. They do. So I want to encourage you. We have one more episode where I'm actually having a conversation with one of my friends, um, a difficult, uh, and we're talking about a difficult conversation we had to have about our friendship. And so I'm excited to share that um, and how we were able to progress through that and work through that. It was cool to have her on. I think I did a podcast episode about when I was gearing up for that conversation. So I'll definitely make reference to that, but it's cool to actually have the person on. And I think it's just a, it's going to be an awesome example of um of how you can do it right so until next time guys continue to do life well and business well talk to you later ladies did you enjoy that episode or what did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. 
be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.